This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, my name is Steve. You're listening to Steve at Bible Toolbox. Again, I have a question because I always like to ask questions. Um, there's this passage in Matthew that's a little bit not confusing, but I don't quite fully understand what what he's talking about here. Matthew chapter 18 and verse 20, the verse is very simple. It says, where two or three have gathered in my name, I am there in their midst. Is that just a spiritual statement? In other words, um, we meet uh, together under Christ's name, and we meet together and we fellowship together with the Holy Spirit. Is that what he means? Or is he actually physically present? You know, I've been in many, many churches, and I've had the opportunity to teach and minister in many different kinds of churches. And there always seems to be, in some churches, there always seems to be one person or one man sitting somewhere that nobody seems to know. Nobody seems to know. Because I, I try and I, I try to greet everybody either before or after we worship uh, so that I'm familiar with some faces. I still can't remember everybody's name, but at least I try to put a face to, to who is there. But there are some times where people I'll say, you know, that guy that was sitting on the side there, uh, you know, you know, who was he? He said, well, I don't know. He just comes every now and then. So what it make me think is, is that real? Is that sort of Christ's presence? Or is Matthew only saying, well, in, a, in the Spirit, when you're in the Spirit and you're worshiping together in Spirit and truth, I am there with you. Well, I th- I'm, you know, I'm kind of not sure. I'm kind of not sure. I'm kind of torn between. The first part, I do believe that in Spirit and in truth, Christ will be there when we worship him. We are gathered in his name. We are gathered in his name. So... How do we know the difference? Okay. Um, in Matthew chapter 28, Jesus even says, And I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. In other words, Christ's presence is with us always. He's here for us always. We have access to Christ always. Okay, Uh, one of the things that bothers me about uh, some churches is that you can only meet Jesus if you're in their assembly. Okay, if you're away from their assembly, uh, you cannot be blessed. Uh, The Holy Spirit will not work through you and everything. You must be in the assembly. There's no such thing as a private conversation with Christ to God the Father. They seem to want everybody to gather again for there, together for that. So. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I have a personal relationship with Christ. Have you met Jesus? That's the question I wanted to ask. Have you met Jesus? In Matthew 28, 18, Christ again is speaking. All power in heaven and earth has been given to me. That's, that's authority. That's authority. Christ has all the power in heaven and earth. Yes, Satan is here, and yes, Satan is busy, but Christ is more powerful, and he has the authority on heaven and earth. And he's promised us, I will be with you even to the end of the age. Well, how did this happen? Well, in John chapter 1 and verse 1, you know about creation. In the beginning was the Word, okay? There was nothing created without the Word, okay? The Father spoke the word, 
Christ, and the Holy Spirit moved. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, as Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. So right at the beginning, God in his fullness was here for creation. Okay? God the Father spoke the word, Logos, which Jesus is, and the Holy Spirit moved. If you go to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3, you'll see, and the Holy Spirit moved on the face of the deep. So all three were present during creation. So right from the beginning, Jesus was present throughout history, even up until today. I will not leave you. I will be with you until the end of the age. Wow. He will return to his creation to take those who have been faithful to him. The rest of creation will be destroyed, having no further use for it. But the day of the Lord shall come as a thief in the night, in which heaven shall pass away with great violence, and the elements will be melted in heat, and the earth and the works which are in it shall be burnt up. Read Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 10. Peter eloquently describes here, the day is coming when Christ will return to his creation. But he hasn't, come to, he hasn't come for the creation. He's come for those who have been faithful and are still in him. Those who, who believe in the spirit and the truth, who worship in the spirit and the truth, who have met Jesus, that's who he's come for. The rest doesn't be in there's no, there's no need for it. The heavens and the earth will pass away, and even the elements, the elements, the atoms, will be burnt up. Christ is present until that day, and when everything will change forever. The day he comes, everything will change forever. Nothing is going to be the same. So when you come to the house of God to worship and pray, as we do habitually on Sunday and other days, do you have the expectation of experiencing Christ himself as he has promised? Have you met him? Or is the service just a few songs, a few prayers, and a speech about some aspect of being a Christian or some uh, anticipation of what heaven should be like? Meeting Jesus is personal. Meeting Jesus is joyful. Meeting Jesus is comforting and cheerful. He has come for us. He didn't have to sacrifice himself for, for us. According to our sins, we should have been the one wearing the crown of thorns. We should have been the one nailed to a cross. We should have one having to pay for our sins. But Christ did all that for us so that we don't have to. When you meet Jesus, what do you think you'll see? John chapter 10, verse 30, Christ himself says, I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. Now, I know that I know the tri triunity of Christ uh, of God has been has been described by many people. Some people say God is like a cake and there's three big chunks of cake. Three, the cake has been divided into three slices and one is God the Father, one is the Spirit and one is Christ. And I suppose that's a simple that's a simple explanation of what we think, but even I struggle with the concept of how Christ and God and the Holy Spirit are all one and yet have different functions. They all have something different to be done. I have to accept in faith that when Christ says, I and the Father are one, that I believe that. Yes, I believe God, that Christ and the Father is one. In uh, 
Matthew chapter 13 and 55, this is what Matthew writes. Is this not the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? Maybe they think he was just another teacher, just another supposed holy man, a rabbi without going to all the rabbinical school. Okay, so there are people who viewed Christ, who met Christ, and they say, he's just the carpenter's son, and he has some extra lessons and classes to teach and things. And I think there are people today who believe that about Christ. Christ is just another, another prophet, another prophet that people follow and things like that. So we read his words, we teach it to, teach it to children, but we have not met him face to face personally. Not, because that is an act of faith on our part and an act of grace on God's part when we meet Christ face to face. And then we read in John chapter 14 and verse 6, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The prophet Isaiah, a thousand years before Christ, had this to say. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wow. So is this the personage, the Christ, whom we will meet face to face? I hope so. I think that... The, we have to start stepping out in faith and recognizing that we meet Christ every day. We should meet him every single day. This is something that we, as a part of the body of Christ, that we should do. We recognize him every day. I know we're all busy. I know we all got plans that we have to accomplish, and we got things ahead. We have goals set and things like that. We're busy, busy people. But I think sometimes we have to step back a little bit, and we have to say, wait a minute. Today, I want to meet Christ face to face. I want to see who he is. I want him to understand I am working. I am his servant, okay? He's going to be with me no matter where I go today and what I do. I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. We're living in the last age. Christ is gone. We don't know for how long. But when he comes back, he's coming to collect his own. Just make sure you're part of that crowd. My name is Steve. Thanks so much for listening. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.